My takeaways from the Stars Blues rewatch, Rope may be back just in time for the Western Conference Finals rematch. Let's talk about it next on Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer of 105.3 The Fan and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Never miss an episode of Locked On Stars. Thank you for making me a part of your day and making this your first listen as well. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend and of course the Stars are 1-0. They did their job on opening night against the St. Louis Blues. They win 2-1 in a very, very entertaining shootout. And with four days to kind of chew on this one and looking ahead against the VGK, I also had a long bus trip this weekend. We played our first road game. So I figured I would rewatch the game and just see if it changed my thoughts or uh, if anything else caught my eye um, since we, we have some time. And of course, we'll touch on the VGK here uh, at, at the end of today's episode two and, and a bit about Rope, who practiced fully on Friday with no restrictions. So he looks like he may be set to go for Tuesday. But today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Okay, as I mentioned, uh, I went on our first road trip this weekend and I had like a five-hour bus ride. So I was like, I'm going to watch this game again uh, and, and see what I think. Uh, because sometimes um, seeing a thing for the second time, of course, different things pop out. But I really wanted to take note defensively and see some of the pairings and how those kind of played out. Um, in the first period, I think Lindell played Fantastic. We'll start with him. Essa looked really, really good in the first period, and that included a few of the penalty kills. Of course, he's going to get a ton of minutes. Him and Hockenpah uh, have played the most penalty kill minutes in all of the National Hockey League together in the last few seasons since they've been pretty much inseparable. Uh, and, of course, uh, they had some time in game one, too, uh, as DeBoer trotted them out there a few times on the PK. But I thought Essa had a really, really strong start. Uh, so did Lundquist. He was shaky early, but uh, he he looked really, really good. I, I, he's just so mobile, and it just adds a different dimension that this decor did not have last year. And if this is what we can get out of him on a more consistent basis this season, the stars are going to be in really, really good hands. Um, again, Thomas Harley and Hockenpah had their issues. Hockenpah was a bit lost a few times. Uh, the play really, really late in the third. It may have not been too late, but I think it was with under 10 to go. And there's a loose puck in the stars corner. And, uh, and Harley's going after it, and there's a, a St. Louis Blue trailing. I can't remember who it was. And obviously Harley's first one on the puck, or at least he's pressuring. And Hockenpah goes with him, and then he just leaves an unmarked man all alone and gets a grade-A chance on Ottinger. And fortunately, he was able to stuff it aside because 
well, Otter was a net, <laughs> and uh, it ended up not killing them. But uh, things like that, maybe it's due to the part that they are new together, and maybe they don't understand how certain guys, how, how they're going to play those certain types of situations. But uh, I don't think it should matter who you're playing with. That's just pretty ordinary, right? <laughs> I'll take the puck, you take the one without, and we'll mark them both and we'll be just fine. But uh, it wasn't as sloppy as I thought. I, I think I may have been a bit too harsh on that. Uh, it wasn't that sloppy, really, from both sides. Uh, the Stars, I mean, they did struggle to kind of connect passes, and they were slow through neutral a few times. But it, it wasn't, you know, uh, disgusting by any means. Uh, and, and they still got a ton of chances. And, of course, a lot of the chances... Uh, I think for both sides, we're fed by the inability of clearing pucks out of your own end from both decors or just in general. Uh, the goal the, uh, that the Stars gave up to, um, Hockenpah and Lindell were out, and I kind of you know mentioned that it was their fault, but really the problem was way up the ice at the other end of the rink. I think it was Craig Smith who, if you rewatch it, he comes in, uh, the left wing side puts on the brakes right in front of the Stars bench, and then he gives it away at the blue line. He tries to make a rink-wide pass to, I believe it was Dodonov or somebody coming down the far side, and eventually it gets picked off, and then the Stars are scrambling back because Smith and company also tried to work in a change, and by the time they got back and tried to get in the defensive posture, it ends up in the back of your net. So certain things like that, uh, I noticed when I rewatched and I was happy I went back because I was like well look it's Lindell and Hockenbaugh of course uh are, are, are on the ice and they get scored on but it, it really wasn't their fault and they were trying to clean up what was an issue way up ahead of the ice and, and of course I, I get it at the end of the day they have to keep the puck out of their net and you can be that way but um if the stars limit that because multiple times they're turning the puck over at the Blues blue line. Uh, I also took a look at the at the four power plays they had. They were 0 for 4. It was not a good night. Uh, they gave up three shots. And two of them, I believe, were two on ones and pretty, pretty great chances. And fortunately, Otter, again, had to come up huge. So certain things like that, of course, need to be cleaned up. But uh, they outshot the Blues 34 to 24, which is good. Uh, no surprise, they were better in the faceoff dot 52% there um, and, and a credit to the Blues they played really hard uh, they made it tough for the Stars to get shots through towards Bennington as well of course Bennington was incredible and he looked like himself from a few years ago uh, that didn't help but uh, they were they were conscious on getting in shooting lanes and not letting guys like Robo get great chances and I believe Robo and Duchesne were held off the the shots on goal department uh, until overtime. Robertson didn't have a shot on goal until OT. And uh, hopefully teams, of course, they're going to pick him out or individually shift their defense to him because of how great he is. But we saw that a bit in the Minnesota series. And uh, hopefully nobody's uh, beginning to kind of find a book on him, I guess you could say, so to speak. But when you've put up this many goals in your first two years, <laughs> you're, you're going to grab some attention, of course. I'm not worried by any means, but uh, definitely something to, to look into. Miro, 
Played a really great game, too, on the back end, of course. Not much to complain about there. Just played under 28 minutes. He had six shots, and uh, he missed on a few. He had a couple great chances from straight away, uh, and really was the only great chances the Stars kind of had on the power play, too, was from Miro. Uh, a lot of perimeter work. Couldn't get interior uh, on St. Louis, and again, a credit to their penalty killing. Both penalty kills were really, really good. Uh, the Blues power play was nothing to jump up and down about. I think they were the worst road power play last year, and uh, the Stars were great, and they have been for years. They pressure you in all areas in what you would say, I guess, kind of negative situations. If a guy's on his backhand, you pressure him, and you can force it out, hopefully create the turnover there. And uh, they they took a lot of time and space away uh, from St. Louis, at least on their man advantage. Um, the Ben Johnston line really stood out. Of course, I mentioned that, and they reunited uh, Dodonov with that line too. Um, I, I did take a, uh, take a look at the, the Corsi numbers. I'm not huge into analytics. I'm trying to get into it a bit more. I, you know, I, I don't need a ton of numbers, but I think it's interesting, and I, I want to see if I can kind of see where the correlation, because I guess, as you say, the numbers are part of the story. They don't tell you the whole thing. I'm more of an eye test kind of guy, uh, but I, I think it is interesting, and it's useful to some to some degree. Uh, the uh, Corsi uh, percentage for the lines, I just took a look at the lines in general, the Jamie, Wyatt Johnston, and Delandria line, 88%. Uh, there, so they were really good, and and it's funny, even the Dodonov line when he got reunited, they were right below at 77. So those two lines were creating a lot of chances, and of course that kind of takes in a whole picture of shots and plus minus and, and all that good stuff. And of course Jamie Ben with a beautiful goal, excellent move off the end wall, and it was perfect because that's what the stars look like when they're at their best. Uh, a lot of forechecking. They got the puck in deep. Eventually, Delandria is able to work it down, and it finds uh, Jamie Ben, and he makes just a power move right to the net. And the Blues were not ready for him to to make that kind of power wraparound attempt, and he was able to beat Bennington in a beautiful goal. So, I, I just wanted to to touch a, a little bit more on the the Stars Blues game, uh, just because we have four days. Kind of sucks the way the schedule was. Uh, put out, but um, uh, the Stars could use it a couple days off too because uh, they'll have to uh, be a bit cleaner, that's for sure, as they head into the Vegas Golden Knights game tomorrow night against a team that is 3-0. and So it'll be a fun Western Conference uh, Finals matchup or rematch, I should, uh, should say. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Rope may be back. He practiced without restrictions, and how is that going to help the forward lines for the Dallas Stars. We will talk about that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Sleeper. The NHL season is finally here, Stars fans. It's what we've all been waiting for. I absolutely love the NHL, and I know you do too. That's why I have to tell you about the Sleeper app. The Sleeper app is the official daily fantasy app of the Locked on NHL Network, and it's the go-to for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. And the nice thing about it is, too, you don't have to worry about drafting at the beginning of the year and worrying about injuries and all that good stuff. Also, with the Sleeper app, you can win 100 times your cash on your daily fantasy. It's never been a more exciting time to be a fan of hockey. 
Bedard has showed up. Makar, Robertson, the Miro Haskinens of the world. All you have to do is pick more or less on stats and stars. Like I said, and you heard me, you can get a 100-time payout on sleepers. So start paying attention and get your picks right, or you could win big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's LOCKEDONNHL. See sleepers' terms of use for details. Alrighty, welcome back here on Locked On Stars. And what we've all been waiting for, Rope Hints, is he finally back? We will find out a bit more information, of course, later on today when the Stars practice. Uh, I think they're doing a ton of team bonding, which is good. And it may have been perfect with this kind of four days break. Who doesn't like to bond in Vegas, right? I've never been, but I hear it's a, it's a great time to bond and here there's a lot of cool things to do uh we'll see if that comes back to haunt uh the stars hopefully they're not uh, staying up too late at the tables if you you know what i'm saying uh but go ahead and check out uh tomorrow's episode two we'll do a whole deep dive into vgk also locked on rangers those texas rangers just won game one of the alcs over those houston astros big big time win for the Rangers, just three wins away from going back to a World Series. Can you believe it? So go ahead and uh, take a, a listen over to Locked On Rangers and to show them some love as they're trying to make a big, deep playoff run. Well, they already have. Uh, and uh, it's we've been spoiled in DFW, it, it seems like, the last five years, besides that other team, which we will not mention. Uh, but a lot of teams making the uh, Western, uh, Western Conference Finals or Conference Championships, I should say. There you go. Okay, Rope Hints may be back in perfect time. Of course, they've been extra cautious with him. He was a game-time decision on uh, Thursday, what it was. Uh, but, of course, DeBoer said he uh, is not going. But he did mention if it was a playoff game, he would have played. So just probably a little bruise, and they want to be cautious, which is nice. Because if it was one thing, especially from that uh, Blues game, it was Sagan with... Robo and Pavelski it's a viable line and it's still valuable but it's just a completely different dynamic and you have to also factor in that the stars did not practice with that personnel or really have any meaningful hockey played with those different types of line combinations. So it was just all jumbled, and it was a bit discombobulated, and it kind of showed for a little bit on the ice, but the encouraging thing was everything got better as the game wore on, which you would expect. And by the third, everybody seemed to be feeling out their roles just okay. But, uh, of course, the stars are going to be better with, with Rope back in. 37 goals, of course, a season ago, and he's just so fast, and he just has that different dynamic arguably one of the best guy or arguably the best player on the stars with his all-around ability with size speed and skill he is very very tough to watch and uh or, or tough to mark and I think it opens up Robo as well that's part of the reason why Robertson gets so many chances and he can be so deadly because yeah of course you have to worry about Robo but when Robo's out there I mean he's the guy that can fly around He's the one that can beat a whole team uh, just galloping down the ice. 
And when you have that, it's just another layer that you have to try to defend. And it makes it very, very tough. So with Rope back, it'll be nice to start to find some stability up front. Then you can move Sagan back down. You have your Duchesne and uh, Marchment line with that trio, which DeBoer was pretty encouraged with during training camp. So I can't wait to see that kind of in full flight too. Um, and we'll see who comes out of the lineup. Uh, Steele played a, a really good game, I think. Uh, he probably bought himself some more time. That line in general, the Smith, Foxa, and, and Steele line had some really, really nice shifts uh, in the in the first period, and they were able to settle things down, I think, when the Stars were kind of going hectic or when the Blues had some stretches where they were kind of dictating the play. They were able to respond, get some ozone time, and kind of settle things down, and then the Stars could regain their footing in the contest. So uh, I think Steele did play his way into uh, another lineup because someone eventually will have to come out. Uh, we'll, we'll see with Craig Smith. Uh, Foxa probably is for sure in. And I, th I thought Delandria actually played a, a really nice game too. Picked up a point and assist on the bin goal. Uh, he probably just goes down to the fourth line and you probably do steal Foxa and Delandria. We'll see what they go with when Rope comes back, but he's going to be a huge, huge addition, and uh, the Stars will be back to fully healthy, and hopefully he looks like Wyatt Johnston, who was just screaming around on opening night. So much for his little hip injury he had, because uh, it did not slow him down one bit. He was arguably the best Stars player <laughs> on Thursday. He looked really, really, really good. So uh, with Rope coming back, just of course, bring stability up front. You can reunite him with Hintz. And, uh, well, of course you're going to reunite with Hintz. Excuse me. Robertson and Pavelski, who uh, both played pretty decent games. Uh, but uh, he's just uh, another element you have to watch out for. And uh, I can't wait to see that top line at full flight because they are the best line in the NHL. Okay, enough of that. Let's do a short preview into the VGK. Um, I know... Some of you probably want me to do full ups. I'll do it. I want to do it on Tuesday, just on game day. This four days off thing is weird. So, so weird. But hey, it's like the opening day for baseball when they play like on a Wednesday and then they wait like in between. They put a day in between till the second game. It's just not, not good. Anyways, uh, but I digress. Let's talk about these Vegas Golden Knights because. There is no Stanley Cup hangover right now, and we'll get into that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors, passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy and is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers 
final segment underway here on Locked On Stars. Thank you for all your love and support. Loved hearing your feedback, or, or maybe not feedback, but uh, observations and uh, comments on opening night. Very, very fun, uh, entertaining night. If that's a bit of a precursor for what's to come this season, uh, I think we're going to be in for a roller coaster ride and it was fun that the stars were able to get a win past 60 minutes because it was a house of horrors last year and I'm sure everybody was on their edge of their seat watching OT because I certainly was just waiting for someone to beat Otter by some miracle it would have had to been but that's what we saw last year but these things have a funny way of evening out sometimes one year you're just atrocious and the other, you're very, very good. So uh, the Stars were able to get a big win. Alrighty, this Vegas Golden Knights team just its not slowing down, okay? You know, it pains me to say it, but they're not slowing down. I mentioned that I was hoping for a bit of a Stanley Cup hangover. I mean, they are in Vegas, and, well, they've come out firing on all cylinders. Granted... They have not played anybody of amazing stature, but they've done what you would expect at playing teams like the Ducks and Sharks. And they handed the Kraken a nice 4-1 uh, loss on opening night. But uh, they, they beat up on the Sharks and Ducks as well. Uh, so, you know, they've all won their games by a score of 4-1. to one, So uh, they're not struggling to find the back of the net. And they're getting great goaltending. And, of course, that was a, a huge reason why they went so deep last year. But they returned pretty much everybody, a lot of returners. That back end is so, so deep with Haig, Petrangelo, Martinez. There was another guy when I was, I was watching their game at the uh, the other night. Um, Shea Theodore, that's another guy. Um, good Lord, they're just just guy after guy. That is uh, really, really good, uh, and they and they're really firing on all cylinders. So the stars will have their hands full. Um, it, it's a team, of course, that they're very versatile up front and they're deep. Man, they're so so deep. They they really have four lines, and you could tell that DeBoer was trying to make an emphasis on having depth, like actual depth, like VGK does, man, because. They have four lines that can rock and roll, and they all play a different kind of style. And with Eichel and Marcia, so you have the high-end skill and ability to just break down defenses, and then their fourth line can just go to town and bruise you to death on the forecheck. And uh, they chip in too offensively. The, these guys are, are, you know, are are not just out there to to kill time, so to speak, and, and wear you down. They will make you pay. If you make a mistake, and uh, they, they're obviously uh, are, are finding a lot of success early, so the stars will have their hands full. Um, I guess a key I would say for this game tomorrow night is they cannot turn pucks over in the neutral zone. That was a huge, huge problem, uh, especially a season ago, because. This Vegas team will counter. They counter quickly, and they're going to go downhill on what I believe is going to be Jake Ottinger. Uh, defensively, of course, they're so deep, uh, and they're getting great goaltending again. Um, I mean, 
if you get great goaltending from Aiden Hill, who just seems to be riding on a high, they're going to be just fine. Um, and uh, I want to take a look at some of his, his numbers here, too, just to give you an idea uh, of how pretty stingy they have been. They even gave up a, a ton of shots either. That's part of the reason why that uh, their goaltending has been so spectacular. And, of course, like I said, they, they haven't played anybody great. I mean, Except Seattle. I mean, Seattle's going to be a good team. They're off to a really slow start, but uh, Hill on his two games, he stopped 54-56. That's a 9.64 save percentage, and he's just given up uh, two goals. Uh, and Logan Thompson uh, was good in the game. He started two. He went 22 of 23 uh, the other night. So uh, they have a good goalie tandem, and of course, Logan Thompson was their number one for the majority of last season. And he started the playoff run, I believe, and then Aiden Hill kind of came in and, and stole the show. So, uh, very, very durable net miners. Uh, net miners, of course, um, who have her off to really good starts. Uh, the Stars will more than likely be their toughest opponent. Uh, and of course, we're still so, so early on uh, this season, but they're poised to, to do it again. I, I mean, they really are. Um, uh, and it'll be a fun, it'll be a great test. It'll be a great test because if we think we know where this team is, this will kind of tell us. And I know it's the second game of the season and you're like, come on, but Hey, sometimes you have these measuring sticks and I don't think it matters when it happens in the year. I want to see it. I want to see you put the product on the ice that you have been barking all summer and kind of the theme of the season and you've been trying to instill into these guys, are we there? Are we to that level to win a Stanley Cup? That's what I want to see. And it'll be great to start that tomorrow night and we'll see how they face off against the Vegas Golden Knights. We're going to touch on them a lot more tomorrow. So please, please tune in tomorrow. Thank you so much. For making this your first listen of the day, go ahead and hit subscribe. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. So hit that notification bell to never miss an episode. Uh, it's going to be a wild ride this season. So I'm um, excited to have you on board. Continue to grow this community almost to 2,000 subscribers. I kind of hit a goal. Let's try to hit 2,000 by the end of the month. So we're rocking and rolling in November. Let's try to do it. Thank you guys so much for joining me today on Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. That will do it today. Stars and Vegas Golden Knights going at it tomorrow night. Game number two on the season. Stars are 1-0 with a 2-1 to shootout victory. It's all changing, baby, for the Dallas Stars past 60 minutes. Let's hopefully they can close it down in regulation tomorrow night. But we will see you tomorrow. We'll talk more VGK and Stars. Thank you so much once again. And have a wonderful rest of your day. So long, Stars fans.